0: Nikita Kolov, the Russian nightmare. No, the devil's nightmare here from It's Time to Man Up. Challenging men to step into their true manhood. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network.
1: Whoa, we are grabbing our
2: gear.
1: <laughs> As the volume came up, we enjoyed that. So yeah. I always have loved that in the, in the beginning. Don't you, Andy? Yep. Like, grab your gear and come yep. on a quest. And that speaks actually to the stage that we're at today yep. in the Masculine Journey. How cool. On yep. the Masculine Journey, we're talking about the stages of yep. the Masculine Journey. And last week we did the boyhood, you know, the, yep. the beloved son. And so today, where are we at? So today
2: we're at um, the Cowboy Ranger stage, and um, I'll I'll pass it around and let some others talk about it, but to me it was just, it's that stage, you know, that's teenage years pretty much uh, a big part of of that time, and you know, when you're just kind of figuring out what adventure's like, it's just that life, learning to fish, learning to, um, I don't know, just just enjoy life. Um, according to the stages sheet. I think Sam referenced it some last week. Just some of the identifiers as you just have a more understanding and, and a connection to adventure, nature, hard work. Yeah, we can scratch that one, but uh no. and then and this the idea that life is hard, it's just not as as easy, but yet there's a there's just a lot of discovery that goes on at that age. So Yeah,
1: and for those of us who were little boys we want you to think mm-hmm. back to when you were 10 11 12 13 mm-hmm. in that age you know what was going on that was literally testing your metal to find out that mm-hmm. you had what it takes to be a to man you know as you begin this this journey and as as things would test you even hard work mm-hmm. right yep. to, to see what you could do how about for you david what, what did you happen when you were 10 11 12 13
3: I mean that's really you know the fun stage of, of childhood that's when you're old enough to understand things but still young enough to not really care about them so um you know there was no bills uh, or anything Amen. like that and uh you know led up to the the warrior stage it starts preparing you for that but for me um you know uh, like one of the identifiers in there was hard work and it really started to prepare me for as I got older in life and realized that you know hard work is still a thing even in you know 2022 even though we still have issues with that around the workforce, but, um, you know, I just, I really enjoyed that time, uh, regardless of the wounds that I got from it, looking back at it now, uh, you know, that was one of the best times of my life outside of, you know, my wife and kids.
1: How about you, Jim?
0: That was a, a period that I, I know there were disappointments, but I look back on it with joy. I would be First of all, that was when I was in Scouts. We blows on into Scouts, and that was quite, cool,
1: quite the adventure. Isn't that cool, though, by the way? that I think that's Boy Scouts, for us, were at the perfect time for that because it was hard work, and it was a mm-hmm. way to prove you had what it takes in certain ways, And but yet there was a, a leader and a scout master, all those people that were helping you guide you into and that.
0: And showed us that. And, yeah, when you – First camping trip, you roll outside and you get frozen into your sleeping bag because of the sleet. That's hard work mm-hmm. to get up and go back do that. And that was quite an adventure. And it was also a time when I was regularly going flying with my dad. He had a passion for flying, had a small plane. And I got to go on that adventure with him. And uh, ran into a kid I... New and we were talking about places with adventure, and it took me back to that boyhood stage and some of the trouble I got into and adventures we had when I was young. So it's a great time for me growing up,
4: Danny. Yeah, it was a good time for me too. Um, I can remember, and it's been neat going back through some of this. And you know, obviously there was some wounding, but you know, grew up on a small family farm, so work was part of the deal. But you know, lots of adventure. I
1: think you gotta tell the story of the, of the of, of of mowing the greens at your grandfather's or your granduncle, however that works. you gotta tell that story. Oh, there's nothing that doesn't
4: make it to the air around here, does it? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so one of my first one of my first jobs was my great uncle had a par three golf course and I got the job of mowing the greens. And I almost lost it the first day I had it because there was this self propelled greens mower that had a big lever that you snatch it and it goes into gear. And me being the 98 pound weakling that I was, I snatched it into gear. It drug me
1: down. Rodney's and it, not here to point that out,
4: but <laughs> he will be back, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. So, but, uh, and the mower carries on without me down the fairway and mows the fairway the same height as the green for
1: about 30 <laughs> yards. So,
4: and so I'm picturing that, was adventure. that.
1: So at first it's dragging young Danny, which with your curly locks that you once had. Yes. And your skinny body you once had. Yes. and and one and, 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 most to drag. And then all of a sudden you, you turn loose. I did. I let and go. And there goes the mower. And what were you thinking as you're watching it? I'm dead. I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. dead. <laughs> <laughs> and so then what happened? We got to know. I well, I mean, I got the job. I mean, no, I mean, what happened to the mower? I mean, why didn't it go chopping my, down the rest of the... Well, my uncle caught it. Mm-hmm. He was
4: pretty fast for an older guy. So, <laughs> so he caught it, stopped it, and brought it back. And,
1: you know, we, we revisited what we were doing. So <laughs> it was adventure, Tyler. Right, but <laughs> obviously, every time you mowed those greens, you felt like you had what it... I mean, it was hard work. It taught you something. Yep, it was a yeah, test. Yeah. And that was what that was what the deal there was. There were some odd-shaped
4: greens at times because it did get away from time mm-hmm. to time. So. <laughs> They weren't completely Uh, round all the time. There is
1: it putt putt too. I've seen them. They're odd shaped. But anyway, Andy, it's time for uh, you to set up the quintessential clip. We always use this clip at boot camp. Yeah, it is part of the boot camp uh, uh, package,
2: Um, and and we use it in the sonship talk. But this is a part of that sonship. Uh, It's an important part. It's when William's father dies after he's been killed in battle. We we talked about his son's sonship last week, but his dad is killed in battle, and then there's just a sequence of events that are shortly, you know, just are together in the movie that really kind of spell out a lot of what he's experiencing in that cowboy ranger, and I'd rather just talk about them after the clip.
4: William, I'm your uncle, Argyle. You have the look of your mother. stay here tonight tomorrow you'll come home with me
1: i don't want to leave
4: you didn't want your father to die either did you but it happened did the priest give a poetic benediction the lord bless thee and keep thee it was in latin you don't speak latin well that's something we shall have to remedy isn't it the lord bless thee and keep thee the lord cause his light to shine on thee The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee, and give thee peace. Your heart is free. Have the courage to follow it. What are they doing? Saying goodbye in their own way. Playing outlawed tunes on pipes it was the same for me and your daddy when our father was killed first learn to use this then I'll teach
2: you to use this So just starting going through there, I got to go through this real quick, but there's so much into that. So the first part is, you know, he's, he's just, he's lost his dad and his uncle from his dad's side comes in and... He doesn't really want to be with him, but as the guy goes along and he was kind of a socks guy. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> How long Uncle Argyle. I should've known I should've saw that one
1: coming. <laughs> Uncle Argyle. Yeah. I always thought the greatest line comeback for that was, you know, you have to look at your mother <laughs> you <could've laughs> said, You have to look at me sweater. <laughs> All right, so we usually have
2: a funny clip. I guess this is the funny part of the clip. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to
1: interrupt you. It's no, a very it spectacular clip it is. on all sorts of levels.
2: It is, but, you know, you got this weird guy coming in. He's got one eye pointing out the other way, you know. It's, um, but really this guy comes in and is a, a like another father to him, his uncle. And, you know, you, you hear as you go through that, you know, he was like, did you hear the benediction? Well, I don't. No, I didn't understand it. it was in Latin. Well, you don't? Well, we'll have to remedy that. So he speaks to his mind, right? And one of the things that you do is, as a cowboy ranger is you start developing your mind, and then he then he's praying. He's praying for his dad, and he brings in the spiritual part of it. And then you hear his dad, at This the, the part that you hear that other voice come in, that's his dad on his deathbed, and William is having a dream, and his dad says, um, to to uh, acknowledge his heart, to uh, your heart is free. Have the courage to follow it. Well, you know, you see the rest of the movie. Is there any question he followed his heart? Right. Yeah. And then, and then you get into where they're listening to the bagpipes. This is one of the things that happens after a, a, a warrior dies, and their dad had um, Argyle and his dad, uh, Williams' dad. Their father had died in battle, and they're kind of, you know, memorializing them but then there's he's sitting there and Argyle's holding the sword and and William looks over at the sword and that's when he says you know you know take care of this pointing at his head and then I'll teach you how to use this the the sword and you look at it and that's the whole the whole complete cowboy ranger there in that encapsulated in that and you know just how that ties to my story I didn't lose my father from a death but I did lose my dad he moved out of state and he did a lot of things for my heart before he left, kind of like William's dad did before he left. And he, you know, he told him he was a beloved son, and I had those things going on, and that did need to build onto that next stage. And a lot of those things that I did, I became a cowboy ranger. I can remember when I found out my dad was, my dad and mom were divorcing, and he was going to be leaving the state, and. Uh, I had fishing planned that night, and I just went ahead with some friends, and both of those guys had been through divorce, and we kind of shared that pain with one another. But that's where you were at as a kid. You were trying to experience life as a cowboy ranger. And um, anyway, it was just—but my dad came back and did some really important things. He took me on some trips. I mean, we were talking on the show before then about how God wants to take us on adventures. Well, he did that to me. And that him sewing that into me years later, it made an impact on my life. So
1: well, you can see how fun boot camp is gonna be, and you gotta come. I mean, well, we got an entrenchment coming up, which is free. We might have mentioned that, and that's only a couple weeks from now. It starts September thirtieth through February the first.
0: What has boot camp meant to me? That's a really tough thing to articulate. It's so deep inside me, it's ingrained in every part of me understanding woundedness. That's where God really caught me at my first boot camp and also helping me step into healing and restoration from those wounds. It's kind of cool. It's like an onion. He keeps peeling back layers and it's its exciting and sometimes frustrating
1: to go there with him, but I enjoy the process and the way God leads me to freedom. Register today at MasculineJourney.org For me, describing boot camp When I heard the stories from the stage that the other
2: men had and then during my prayer time, I'm getting a download from God on where my life is and how I have wounds and I have a place in his story. To know how I heard from
1: God is one of those things. He really does communicate with us. Register today at MasculineJourney.org.
4: I should have been
0: a cowboy. I should have Six year, riding my pony on the a cabin drive just like Gene and Roy
2: singing those campfire
1: songs. For those of you who don't know Gene and Roy I'm just letting you know that was Gene Autry and Roy Rogers <laughs> Did you know that day
3: No I definitely didn't know that
1: You didn't know it was Gene Autry and Roy Rogers How many in no. this room did Oh <laughs> yeah, well, we, we have one youngster you, That's okay. It's perfectly okay. So you know, this weekend I got a chance to, um, for my first rodeo ever, to speak at the Pro Bull Riders Rodeo there, and, and I had this outfit. I got to tell you, talk about the cowboy ranger. Uh, somebody, that,
2: it, has, it wasn't banana colored, was it? It was like that.
1: My wife, of course, it, she of course she, did. she hated it. Was. <laughs> See, back when I had the Westside Chrysler Dodge Jeep, I used to do these commercials. You might remember in beautiful downtown Moxville, you know, and I would dress up like a cowboy to do some of those commercials. And I had this Dodge rodeo shirt. It was bright red with silver Dodge Ram. You would love it, Danny, because it's like your truck. And, and then it's got. A, I had a black vest, you know, like a cowboy would wear. I had the hat and the boots and all this stuff. And the boots even have little gold things that come out. My wife was like, you're not going to wear that. I said, well, <laughs> I'm going to speak at a rodeo. I'm going to look the part. I mean, this is my first rodeo. <laughs> my first rodeo. <laughs> and so, anyway, I got to, you know, and who didn't do that, right? Yep. When you were a little man, you had the six guns. Yep. I don't know about you, but I had to have, you know, one of those Winchester lever action rifles like the riflemen. I know, Rodney, wherever you are, you're appreciating this. Yep. But, but the idea of... You know, we're, we're looking forward to being a man, mm-hmm. and, and we're going to try to figure out if we got what it takes, and hopefully we got a good man to take us along that journey. And so, David, that leads us up to uh,
3: your clip. Okay. Um, so this is from the movie Hook, uh, where Robin Williams played Pan. Um, this is around the... Uh, so he left Neverland um, due to some wound that the story really doesn't portray in it, um, but... Ultimately, as this thing comes in, he's coming back to Neverland and starts to to unfold um, what he ended up being as uh, the post-talk we use at, at boot camp, the poser, um, is ultimately what he was doing up until this point. So we'll go ahead and listen to this clip and then talk
1: about it. I, it's helpful to know that the Robin Williams character, I think, in this clip is – Actually, Peter Pan. Yeah,
3: he's like an I, old, older it, version of it.
1: <laughs> you can imagine mm. the Lost Boys. You know, all of a sudden, this old geezer, Peter mm. Pan, <laughs> yeah. shows I mean. up on the scene. And so, you know, he doesn't appear to be a Cowboy Ranger at this point, but nonetheless, here we go.
4: Who's the
2: shrub?
1: Japan. He's
3: old. He's fat. Not so fat to me. He's an old fat crap man.
4: Hey, okay, Mister. All right, show's over now. You put that thing away. Now put it down before you <laughs> poke somebody's eye out. You're not old enough to shave. What are you doing, with a sword? been flying around with this is an insurance nightmare. What is this? Some sort of Lord of the Flies preschool? <laughs> Where are your parents? Who's in charge here? No, no, Mister Skunkhead with too much moose. You are just a punk kid. I want to speak to a grown-up. All grown-ups are Excuse me? We kill pirates. I'm not a pirate. So happens I am a lawyer. Kill the lawyer! Kill the lawyer! I'm not that kind of lawyer.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So, um, as you heard, there's a lot of descriptions of of Pan in that. Uh, One of my favorite ones is um, he's an old, fat grandpa man. And, uh, you know, Sam, when you're listening to this, if you think (laughs) I've sent that towards you, I absolutely did. Um you know (laughs) That's what happens when you get your clip in the first show. It does a chance to
1: stick it to the man. Or or the man's (laughs) not here to, you know,
3: stick it back to me. So I'm definitely gonna regret that one on a on a later show, I'm sure. Keep listening uh down the road and we'll see where that goes. Um but you know, for for me growing up, uh the Cowboy Ranger stage, as far as uh what the storyline of this version of uh, Peter Pan says. Is that the Lost Boys were in Neverland because they wanted to be at a place where there were no parents, and uh, you know, growing up, I can I can look back at my ages between you know ten and, and twelve, right before preteen, um, that you know that's what I wanted is I wanted to go to a place where there were no parents, and I think a lot of kids go through that as uh, as they're growing up, but it, it's ultimately a protection on whatever wounds we may be getting, whether it's from both parents, no parents, maybe outside of that. And really, uh, I think Robin Williams does a good job as this movie goes on uh, because he ultimately blocked out all of his memories of being actual Pan. And he goes through that process to come back to Pan, is is where it kind of shows what God does to heal our hearts as we're working through the wounds to get back to who we truly are and what God's purpose for us is.
1: Ah, that's beautiful, David, really, because the idea is that, you know, as Sam points out about these stages, is you, you know, you go through them. And you get back what you lost, but you're always a Cowboy Ranger. You're always in the boyhood, you know, the beloved son. And, and getting back these stages is a big part of, of what that's about. Harold?
4: I was just going to say that that's perfectly illustrated by the fact that Michael Jackson never left Neverland.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so... Um, I'm going to go on to my clip, which is from the bucket list. Which you may think, what? These aren't cowboy rangers. Well, what you got here is two old men that have just been diagnosed with cancer, and as they get that cancer diagnosis, all of a sudden, when their days are numbered, you know, all of a sudden, living life, which has a lot to do with having that cowboy ranger boyhood, um, you know, love of discovery, is is here. So it's just there's a lot of wisdom in this clip. I'm going to play it. We'll talk about it. What are you doing? What is this? Come on, give it
4: back. What is it? My freshman philosopher professor signed this exercise in forward thinking, and he called it a bucket list. We were supposed to make a list of all the things we wanted to do in our lives before we...
3: Kick the bucket. (laughs) Cutesy. Help a complete stranger for the good. Laugh until I cry. Not to be judgmental, but this is extremely weak. Well. <laughs> it's pointless now. I would argue the exact opposite. All right, that's it. What are you doing? Little we'll rewrite, that's all. I mean, don't you want to go out with some guns blazing? Have a little fun? It was not supposed to be about guns blazing or anything like that. You're missing a point.
4: What does witness something majestic? you ever been to the Himalayas? Huh.
3: Driving Mustang Shelby, not bad. Uh, I got one, all right. How about skydiving?
4: Now we're on to something. We are
1: onto something? Huh?
0: Fifteen seconds! No, no, wait, wait! I can't can do this! Sure you can! No, I can't! It's not the jump
4: you're afraid of! You're just afraid your chute won't open and you'll show
0: off at your own funeral as a dead moron! I'm like, no, I'm pretty much just worried the chute won't open! No, no! Man's got some lungs! Let's hit the seal!
1: so absolutely i i really do love what you know the jack nicholson character says when he says i would argue the complete opposite because what seems so ridiculous actually is life-giving uh especially if you only have you know two or three months to live as the case may be when are you going to go back and be that boy you know that neverland pan right that 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 However, there's another aspect to this which is critical, and that is Jesus as the cowboy ranger was totally connected to his father. Remember, even when he was in the temple, right? I'm about my father's business. So the idea of being able to go on these adventures together with your father is, is really something that I think is, is believably connected to this. So recently, for those of you who may listen to the John Eldridge. Podcast, which is awesome. Wild at heart. They've been talking about the rule of life and how we set up our lives to do things that would give them structure and a way to get more God in them, right? And and one of the things they suggested this this week, and I've been doing it about four or five months, is to go for a long walk every day. As a matter of fact, I go for about an hour walk every day but I'm not just walking by myself what I've been trying to do is 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 stop and wonder about everything I see on these walks and I try to go back into as much woods or get as back into far as nature actually even went up to hanging rock and climbed and did that but as I do this I'm I'm taking God along like Andy talked about when he went on his adventures and then the other day I was coming out of the woods and I just smelled this incredible smell like man what is that smell? It just smells awesome. And as I started to look around, I saw these yellow flowers and I grabbed one of them and I sniffed. I was like, man, that's the most beautiful smell I've ever smelled. And so, you know, I got this little WhatsApp app, you know, and so I snapped it in my camera and it it, it comes back and it says, well, that is a bearded um, beggar tick. All right. Have you ever heard of that flower? Well, if you've seen, there's a zillion of them this year in North Carolina, everywhere you look, there's all these yellow flowers. Well, if you will go smell one of those yellow flowers, you will be shocked. And so I was just sitting there smelling that thing going, "How did I miss the smell my entire life? How did I miss all these flowers?" So then, I actually clipped the little rascal and took it home to my wife and I smelled it. Oh man, that ching, that worked out good too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you that like as I as I started to really you know, go on that adventure with dad, right experience that feeling with him and sense his pleasure as as we go exploring every day whatever that may look like what that does for the rest of my day is is like you know every day having a you know a covenant asylum it's in its own way like you're at boot camp and you're going out there and it's available to everybody but guess what you got to structure your life in such a way to go okay this is something you know besides my quiet time and those kind of things we're going to do so cowboy rangers you're still in there it's like prego spaghetti sauce you know i was going to use it nah, yeah. it's still in there and so you know call it up and call it up and go register for this boot camp because we're gonna have all kinds of fun like this or you can come to the entrenchment it's coming up right at the end of the month or the week before thanksgiving on the boot camp go to mask on journey radio dot we would love to see you you have no idea how much we would love to see you there this is the truth network